Moving on to the reason you are here is our friend Nate heard a little rumor. I'm sure maybe a few other people, there's like a handful of other people on the internet who maybe have heard this rumor, but we've got the man himself with all the research. You've already seen the 38 tabs he has open. And if you haven't seen it because you're listening on the podcast, then go find it on YouTube at Smoke Break Sports. Forgive my plug. Nate, tell them what you've found. So, what I, I found in the past couple of days, an article from the Houston Chronicle came out. Uh, there was a rumor that Texas and Oklahoma were going to be moving from the Big 12 to the SEC, and this had been in the process for so, a long time. Um, so, when that came out a couple of days ago from the Houston Chronicle, it's just... It's just exploded at this point. There's just a lot of wild accusations and, and rumors and stuff going around. Um, however, there is a lot of smoke uh, to the main portion of the rumor of Texas and Oklahoma moving on to the SEC and making a super conference. Um, so I, you know, obviously I had a lot of tabs up here, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pull these bad boys up. But you know, at this point, it's gotten to where uh, this is a state senator uh, from the state of Texas. He, along with uh, some members of the House in, in Texas, so not, not our general uh, Congress, their, their legislator in Texas, they're trying to file bills, uh, which honestly, in my opinion, don't really have any teeth. Um, and it, it would take a long explanation but Texas also has a, a weird legislative process. Um, so by the time this stuff, in my opinion, would go through, Texas and Oklahoma would probably already be gone. Not that this stuff would affect Oklahoma, but right. um, you know, that they're trying to get legislative approval um, before Texas could move. Um, I need to find, oh, we won't do that one. So this one I found recently, and I, I'm not surprised. So, you know, supposedly they're going to be offering invitations as soon as next week to Texas and Oklahoma. And as you can tell on here, the vote is 13 to 1. Put your votes in now. Who yeah. do you think the one so, is? If you, if you can't, I'll be honest with you, if you can't guess the one, then you obviously haven't been paying attention for the past 30 years. Which is his um, way of getting in a dig at me, because I picked Alabama in my first go-round, because I thought maybe that they might secretly be afraid of a little competition out in them, out in them Bama streets. So, But I'll leave it to you to go find who the real one was, or Nate can tell you. So with, you know, with that being said, I mean, this, this looks pretty imminent. And just to give, you know, some more at background information, um, supposedly some of the other schools, such as Baylor, Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, I believe TCU have contacted uh, the Pac-12 about either getting in there or the rest of the Big 12 schools getting, I guess, I, I don't know. I'm forgetting the word. For some reason, I want to say involved. Yes, there we go. I don't know why I forgot that. Um, absorbed into um, the Pac-12. Um, you know, there have been some statements from the Oklahoma State 
uh, I believe, president, um, they said, and I quote, um, they're disappointed uh, basically at Oklahoma for uh, lack of transparency and engagement um, in terms of, of the decision making that they they have been doing. Um, Baylor has also made a statement that they're, you know, they're concerned about the, the matters at hand and that they're going to do everything they can to, you know, ensure Baylor has has a place in, in the new, you know, I'm just going to say new world at this point with all the NIL stuff um, going around and, and sponsorships and stuff, which, you know, mind you, very supportive of because as as much of a multi-million dollar, multi-billion dollar industry uh, college football is, these players need to be getting a piece of the pie. And you know what? Fine. Schools don't want to pay them. At least let them make money off of their own, you know, accomplishments of their own name. Um, this is a part of the part of the way that all this stuff has come about at this point. Um, you know, there's also rumors around uh, concerning Iowa State and Kansas. Um, you know that Kansas is going to be sucked up by the Big Ten. Uh, Iowa State may get sucked up by the Big Ten. I've even seen things. The West Virginia would maybe end up in the ACC, which, you know, academic wise that they don't necessarily fit. But culturally, I mean, come on now. They, you know, they fit their, their biggest rival is there. You know, two of their three biggest rivals are there at Virginia Tech and Pitt. Um, so this all this information that's come out, I mean, this is just bombshell after bombshell uh, in the past three or four days. Um you know, there, there have also been articles that have come out, um, such as, uh, or not articles, but just information from sources that have come out. And I'll share the screen here, just so our viewers can get an idea. Um, Kirk Bowles, which I've never heard of him before, um, but he's a, a sports columnist. Um, you guys can read this information here for the Austin American Statesman uh, newspaper. Um, I love how his wife so, was third. Sorry for the non sequitur, but he says, I love no, 60s music, the Yankees, and my wife <laughs> in that order. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Well, one, 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 not daughter-in-law, but D-in-law and one cute grandson. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, suppose he's got information from, I assume, his sources that this has been worked on for six months and that uh, Texas A&M leadership has not been um, – has been not been notified, but then I also saw stuff that supposedly they have been involved in one way or another. Um, talking about Iowa State possibly in talks. So, you know, this is just all this. And then, and then West Virginia's attorney general threatening to sue, um, which would have no teeth in any form or fashion whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the ones that crack me up. Like you started this by talking about potential legislation and then lawsuits. And it makes me think about the time when the federal government investigated baseball players, whether or not they're using steroids. Like what? There's, there seems to be a bit of an, an overlap here. Is this really what our legal system is meant for? You're going to sue a school for leaving? I mean, I'm sure there are potential loopholes or something to clamp onto and say, for this reason, you were dishonest, or it says per your agreement to be in this conference that I'm sure there's an argument to be made for said lawsuit, but I just mean, come on, 
man. Like, why, why should, why should a college halfway across the country be beholden to you because you guys are in the same conference? You haven't even been in that same conference together for very long. So maybe that's West Virginia's position. Like, hey, we just got here and you're dicking us over because historically speaking, they haven't been in that conference for that long. Um, I think 2013, 2012, something like that. Um, I'm trying to find, because I wanted, you know, in, in some further discussion uh, that we're about to get into, I wanted to pull up, um, and I can't believe I didn't have it. Okay, here we go. I found it. Um, so just to get dive in before, like, I give my opinion, you know, on, on the matters at hand here. Um, so there was also this this tweet that came out, and this was on um, at the SEC Network Um Basically, at this point, I think, you know, I think this goes for everyone. If you go to like a 16 or, you know, a further amount of of um, teams in a conference, you're going to have to go to pods instead of doing divisions. Um, so this is what they had on on SEC network uh, within the past day or two in terms of like pods and, you know, just for the people who are not going to be, you know, watching this on YouTube, uh, basically they have four pods, theoretical pods in this theoretical SEC conference of 16. Um, one pod would be Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, South Carolina. Another one, Alabama, Auburn, Tennessee, Vanderbilt. Another one, LSU, Mississippi State, Old Miss, Texas A&M. And another one, Arkansas, Missouri, Oklahoma, Texas. You basically play everybody in your pod and then two games apiece in the other pods. So for a nine, nine game conference and the understanding of doing this would be, so everybody at least hosts everybody else in the conference. If you're at 16 teams, uh, once in every four seasons. Okay. Um, no, my opinion just on this specific matter is I feel like they would probably either boot, they would probably boot Missouri or boot Arkansas and stick Texas A&M in this pod um, just because the, all, these three teams, I guarantee you would play every year if this actually goes through, because there's a lot of smoke in these rumors. Um, but at this point, there's nothing confirmed. So the, in my opinion, these three teams would always play every year, no matter what. Um, this but, retroactively kind of fixes the Missouri addition to the SEC now. It's like it, which, it makes a lot more sense now geographically, which uh, just kind of like you mentioned with West Virginia being in the ACC, some of this stuff might line up okay. Uh, but go ahead. My And, you know, in, in my opinion, you know, I'll just dive right into my opinion on everything. So I'm not a big fan of, of any of this. Um, I'm not dumb. This is all going to happen just because at this point – you're going to get 50 to 64 teams and then the division is going to split, um, you know, basically haves and have nots. So you're going to have the top echelon of teams be in their own division, in my opinion. Um, but I don't like this for one reason, just because at this point um, I'm very pro college football players making money off their own name but this is just going to destroy basically what college football has, has been about for, you know, hundred plus years. I mean, to me, you know, I'm an, I'm an IU fan and a Boise State fan. So a national title has never really been 
a relevant thing for me. Um, <laughs> so all the uh, rivalries to me, like there's still rivalries in the NFL and baseball, but other than a few in the NFL, such as, you know, Bears, Packers, Cowboys, Redskins, all of um, the AFC, all of the AFC North, AFC West too, really. Um, you know, they're not really a thing. And in baseball, you got a couple that are like big rivalries, Dodgers, Giants, Yankees, Red Sox, Cubs, Cardinals. But I mean, they don't really move. Exactly. Uh, they don't really move the needle. But college football is, you know, it's based on hate and pettiness. I mean, yes. You know, for me, like Kentucky football, even Kentucky football, like I don't like basketball really, but Kentucky still for me, Purdue, you know, the, the schools like that. I mean, that's really what moves the needle. And, and this is in the same time fixing it, but it's also just pretty much destroying everything that really is what great about it. Like, honestly, college football has gone downhill since the implementation of, of a playoff because at this point they're just going to be moving the needle to, to, to limit more chances for, for people that are not historically or, you know, a, a big powerhouse team now. But getting that out of the way, you know, my opinion of what's going to happen is these, these two schools are going to move. I think the Big Ten is going to take Kansas, which there's a lot of lot of smoke to that rumor, you know, based on their basketball, um, which I think their football can eventually approve. They're 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 hurting, and a lot of it goes back to like Charlie Weiss, and and dealing with Derek Betty, and you know they had they have the issues with. Hey, I know Miles. I know how it feels to get snake bit by Charlie Weiss. <laughs> Don't tell me, but listeners, you might not know, and it's. Uh... It's quite a hole you have to climb out of, but sorry, continue. Um, I think Iowa State's probably going to end up in the Big Ten as well. But, you know, one thing I want to throw out there is I think Missouri would be Missouri would be better off to jump ship to the Big Ten, in my opinion. I mean, I think, they, I think they would fit there better. They would make more money. Um, I, I don't have the numbers offhand. Uh, but the last time I saw the Big Ten makes more money per school, um, and it's not just football, but it's it's everything encompassing as well, because um, you know there's more there's more Big Ten alums overall uh, than SEC alums, um, so I I think that would be my hope, but I think it's going to end up being Iowa State and. And and Kansas, which would be two good, in my opinion, two good fits for the conference. Um, but I think at this point, it's probably going to end up being you're going to end up with two giant conferences, and probably the Pac-12 and the ACC are going to be probably non-existent in ten to fifteen years. Personally, they'll probably move to adapt or absorb some like what's out there the the WAC, the Pac-10, or the Pac-12 already Mountain absorbed West. all of that. So there's a mountain. Yeah, the Mountain West, sorry. Um, hey, you know what, though? I, the WAC is coming back. Now they're going to be FCS level, but they're, they added a bunch of teams. And, um, Heck, yeah. I'll pull it up here. 
But while you're pulling that up, I mean, I do, uh, I, I tend to agree with you that it is, it's slowly, it's going to break down, you know, the more and more conferences, um, they, they get stronger and then you're going to have this big disparity. There's going to be, you know, I think it's still going to stay four conferences. I, I believe that the other two will just kind of have to fight for scraps, but it's sad to see. And what I hope, and you had, uh, mentioned something about this made this got me thinking about basketball so the big east um when it blew itself up i mean it was still uh, a basketball or yeah sorry it's still a basketball conference there briefly um so i'm hoping that maybe as far as basketball goes we get to keep these because you said kansas in the big 10 and for basketball that's pretty cool but i just can't imagine and there's so many more basketball schools is what I'm saying. It's very – it'd be a lot – you only need 12 kids to field a team. So it's – there are way more Division One basketball programs, and it's way easier to withhold your existence. So hopefully we won't lose Big 12 basketball. Anyway, I'm sure you have found what you were looking for and can pull it up now. Forgive my tangent. <laughs> Not to, like, go off, like, completely off topic, but, yeah, the WAC is, is going to come back. They – you know, they they absorbed um, Abilene Christian, um, Sam Houston State, Stephen A. Austin. Um, I'm forgetting, oh, Lamar University. So a bunch of Texas schools. You know, that, that could be a whole discussion in itself, like some of these lower conferences that are, like, falling apart too. Uh, but they're, they're going FCS uh, football, uh, I think, coming up here shortly. You know, so they're making, like, a comeback. In a sense, they also added, um, well, now they're going to be called Utah Tech University or Utah Tech State or something. Um, but they're currently called Dixie State. It's a school out of Utah, um, but they're changing their name, you know, because of the confe- Confederate connotations with, 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 with the name Dixie right there, which is funny considering they're a school from Utah. And considering that Dixie isn't even a state, but that is a weird name for you. you I, I thought of this very same thing. It's like, that's out of place in, in Utah. Probably has a different meaning out there. It's probably because of some old uh, 1870 bar owner named Dixie, and she was the toughest gal in the Old West. And uh, now, now her memory is completely tarnished. So thanks, Obama. Um, <laughs> so... Now that the whack attack is back, which does make me happy, um, I will celebrate with a round of NCAA 2014 sometime soon. I'm looking at this, and all I can think of uh, is, okay, now we have to fantasy draft the rest of the Big 12. Where where do we think this that everybody's going to land? Because I agree with you that they're going to go, that it's going to happen. Uh, I don't think it could have, I don't think it could have gotten this far as, you know, getting out like this. And you, you've shown evidence of people been talking about it for six months. And I just, I don't know. It's, it seems like a pretty substantial rumor, uh, that's going to be true. So, uh, is there any chance, is there anything the big 12 could do to pull a Barry Gibb and stay alive? Before we fantasy book, because I do want to do that, I do want to see where everyone might go, but are there a few people they could grab? They only have 
they only had 10 teams. I mean, they haven't been big or 12 for a little while now. So could they find two teams? Do you have any candidates that you would fill those spots with? I mean, so let's say theoretically the conference is going to survive. Um, what I would do or what I think they would do, I think they would grab um, four schools, bump up to 12. I think they would grab BYU. Good one. I mean, that would be a difficult thing to work around the the no games on Sundays, um, which, you know, I think we're going. You know, BYU likes being an independent in football, and they have a good home for the rest of their sports because um, the West Coast Conference is is a great fit for them. I believe all the schools there are private, and I think only one of them doesn't really have a religious affiliation at this point anymore. Uh, but they're all small private schools. I would think BYU might be the biggest one in that conference, um, but they all fit together real well. I think they like that, but if they if they want to have a chance in regards to football moving on, they probably need to get over the no Sundays sort of playing thing. But uh, I think the Big 12 would add BYU, probably Houston. I think they would try to go for one of the Florida – uh, lower Florida schools, you know, like UCF or South Florida, probably UCF, honestly, because I think UCF has one of the top five student enrollments um, in the country. I think them and like Ohio State and I, I, I honestly, I don't know, and I don't really care to look up, but I'm pretty sure they're, they're in one of the top five student enrollments. Um, and then they maybe, I'd like to see him pick up Boise, but I don't know how well that would go over because Boise State's probably had enough of the Mountain West personally. I have been personally wanting to see Boise State. Now, previously, it had been my desire to see them in the Pac-12, um, but I guess it, it makes it a lot more sense for them to be in the Big 12. Um, well, the Pac-12 would never take them as the thing because of academics among other things um their their non-football schools or football sports would probably you know they'd be okay in some regards but um they're the pac-12 never going to take them um but yeah that's i think if the big 12 were to stick around that's what would happen to try and keep them you know together and you really listed off uh, what I would refer to as the usual suspects. There really aren't that many teams left that are valuable that aren't already in a, in a major conference in a major spot. So uh, the, the two Floridas, those are always one. Um, and, yeah, Boise and Houston was the one that surprised me. I kind of forgot about them. Uh, but yeah, that's a decent enough program and a pretty good basketball school. And that's the other thing that I always forget that you're on top of that these conference moves do mean more than just football. Sometimes I look at it strictly like the Boise state thing. I, Oh yeah, they have a basketball team. Um, so yeah, that's, I, that would be the best of a bad situation. So, but I, I, if you, Assuming this happens, would you rather see the Big 12 grab some table scraps or would you rather it be disbanded and have one fewer power conference? I think for them to 
I mean, I'd, I'd like a lot of changes that have happened since like the 1990s to go back, but um, I think it would be better if it, it just got swallowed up by the other three various power conferences and, you know, they, they move to non-existence, basically. It'll come back in 20 years. I mean, it'll be a nostalgia play. Well, if they wanted a nostalgia play, they would have brought back the Southwest Conference, but, you know, that that wasn't going to happen. We're getting our Big East reunion soon. I can feel it. It's just going to be probably FCS as well. I mean, with the, with the current incarnation of the, of the Big East, I mean, they're never going to have football, like, ever. Not with that attitude. Well, I mean, you know, you got you got UConn that plays football. I mean, I say play um, they put very, hesitantly. <laughs> very hesitantly. Very um, hesitantly. I mean, Villanova's got football, but it's pretty it's it's lower level. Georgetown's got non scholarship football, I believe. Um, Butler's got non scholarship football. I mean, Butler play Butler's a Division One football team, but they play. They, they play Division three in NAIA schools, if that gives you any indication of, of their, the strength of Why doesn't of everybody football. just do that? How do they, how do they pull um, that one off? I mean, well, it's non-scholarship football in the Pioneer League. Um, so you got schools like uh, Butler, um, Drake, which is in Iowa, San Diego, weirdly enough, is in this conference. Jacksonville, before they got rid of their football program, was in this conference. I think Stetson used to be in the conference. Dayton plays in this conference. Davidson plays in this conference for football. Um, Marist, which I think is out of New York, uh, plays in this conference. But none of them have scholarship. They also just picked up a school from Division Three that got kicked out of their own conference because they were like, spent way too much money on athletics and were like too good or, or whatever um, in St. Thomas. But yeah, no, I mean, but you know, right. Butler football is division one FCS, but they play a division three school in DePaul, not DePaul, but DePaul with a W. Uh, Yep. And then they play Taylor, which is a Christian school in NAIA. So, you know, I don't really know where I'm going with that, but I just went decided to go off on that tangent. But anyway, moving. Hey, it was well worth it. It's going to be its own clip for the for the clip show. <laughs> um, Every day's a school day. Right. So, but you know what I think is going to happen is you're going to have, like I said earlier, Iowa State and Kansas get sucked up by the Big Ten. Uh, I think the Pac-12. You know, while they say they're not looking at adding schools, I think they're going to end up taking probably at least two of, of that, of, of the rest of the schools. I mean, Kansas State's out of the question. Um, while there are private schools in the Pac-12, none of them are like religious based. Um, so I think that eliminates Baylor. Um, TCU is an interesting one because they, they're pretty, I mean, it, Texas Christian University, but uh, my understanding is they're all but secular, um, except for a name only, really, like they don't have the same sort of 
um, attachment to uh, whatever church they had that created the the school. Like I believe in the past, I remember, I don't remember how many years ago it was. It was a few, but they had a player get kicked off the team for having sex with his girlfriend or something. But this was, that was was BYU. No, you're probably right. Brandon Davies. See, now you can, now you see why he is also our former resident NCAA expert. The dude knew about the pioneer league. F in the chat if you knew about the Pioneer League. Press X to doubt and other memes. Go ahead. I might have, I might actually go to a because I don't since I don't live too far I might go to a Butler game or two just for the hell of it. Yeah, as you you should uh, send me some video and then we'll we'll do our Pioneer League review. Um, I think it's safe to say that none of these. Big 12 leftovers will end up in the Pioneer League, I would I would think. But, yeah, you're right. TCU's a tough one. Baylor, um, you know, another one is that's like Kansas State and Oklahoma State, kind of forgotten about. I don't really know where they would go. I don't think there's room for Kansas State in the Big Ten. And I think you would much rather, I mean, right, you'd rather have Kansas. I mean, to me, Iowa State is one where I feel like they probably get in mainly just because they would have a natural rivalry with Iowa that's already there. So that, you know, neither team really – Iowa, what, once every 20 years is super relevant in the Big Ten. And then for the most part, they're kind of mid-level. Iowa State's never going to be a threat, you know, in the Big Ten, in my opinion, football-wise. Maybe could put together a couple of good basketball teams here and there. But, um, I don't know, Kansas State – Probably, I mean, just where are they going to go to the, the, the MAC, the American Conference? Um, Oklahoma State, again, if these guys disband, there's going to be a couple of teams where, where they're just screwed, man. They're not going to be doing anything, which is weird because it's weird that West Virginia is suing because they're totally not going to be one of them. They have enough good programs. Like West Virginia will land on its feet. I feel pretty confident of that. They'll land, I mean – I don't think the ACC has any leg to stand on when they – now I think their academics have gotten better. They added Louisville, which wasn't like a necessarily a high academic school. Yeah, I mean, they hired the Bobby Petrino twice. You can't be smart around there. Well, at least the first time was like successful. The second time kind of successful, but then I just think he didn't give a fuck. I think I think that's correct. I think there are a lot of former Atlanta Falcon players that would confirm that for you. And his mistress at Arkansas. Uh, you know that's. It's funny when you think about that because you know I think of Arkansas when I look at the new Big Twelve. Just to talk about Arkansas because we also talked about Missouri earlier, and you mentioned it would be good uh, for Missouri to potentially move to the Big Ten. And I absolutely see that. I think they're a better fit uh, competition-wise. I mean, I don't think Missouri is going to ever get the kind of talent to compete regularly in the SEC, and neither will they in the Big Ten. But there are a couple other stinkers in the Big Ten, like Nebraska. And, uh, you know, there are some, you know, uh, your team, Indiana, is no longer in there, but for the longest time they were. And I don't know, maybe Purdue is going to. Purdue's gonna slide in there. And I don't know. I think I think Missouri could would compete a lot better. But I, I, 
I feel like Arkansas will look like garbage in the new SEC when this happens. Like I, you, know, you say that, but at the same time, well, they'll have. I, I mean, they'll probably they'll not probably they will have recruiting recruiting difficulties. Man, I can't like talk today. Um, but you know, their schedule will probably get easier. I mean, they're not going to have to play like Auburn and and Alabama every single year if this if this goes through i mean you know i i would you would you play right now would you play alabama and auburn or would you rather play texas and oklahoma (laughs) yeah i'd rather play texas and oklahoma for sure um oklahoma is still you know a top program not quite the alabama level but you know i'd rather play those two schools every year other than Alabama and then Auburn. I mean, yeah, and it's it's pretty even because Texas I always view as I mean recent history they've just been sort of an overrated top twenty five team. Like they're gonna lose a couple of games, but apparently the talents there, um, or so I'm told, but they, they just don't win a lot of games. So whereas Auburn you can usually bank on them too, but they're a much more consistent, much more threatening uh, team. Yeah, so who who are we missing? Who who else needs to go to another conference that we haven't placed them yet? Um, Texas Tech might end up Pac-12, although I'm not real I'm not real sure about that. In my opinion, I think the most screwed schools are Baylor and Kansas State. Personally, I agreed on Kansas State, and you think Baylor? It's because of that religious affiliation. They're not going to mm-hmm. have uh, anywhere to go. Right. Pretty much. I mean, let me look at the list here. You need um, to start like a Christian League of America. It'd be Baylor, TCU, BYU, and just Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah, that would be the. <laughs> That's the conference Notre Dame finally joins. They're like, hell yeah, dude, we'll win this every year. Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to say hell. And they do a couple of hail marys and whatever and. But, yeah, I I mean, just looking at the list here I got pulled up, I mean, I think Baylor and then Kansas State are the two most screwed. Um, And I think Oklahoma State's going to be kind of sweating it out, but I think they'll end up okay. You know, In the Mountain West? eh, I could see them Pac-12, weirdly enough. Really? Okay. Yeah. Hey, you know, somebody's got to be loud. Um, but no, I uh, in my in my research and in my reading yesterday, and I want to see if I can find it. I'll have to. Um, it was a it was awesome. You know how Mar- Well, maybe you don't know that Maryland played uh, uh, Texas like two games like a couple of years ago and they beat Texas in both. Um, so I saw a meme and I'm going to try and find it. Um, but they like, when all this stuff came out, uh, one of the accounts like shared a meme, you know, that meme where the car is like trying to uh, take the exit off the highway and you've got like yeah. the one road. One, 
going one way there and then another you know the exit there saying something or doing something yeah, yeah. this is gonna be my favorite part for the audio only listeners when they're getting getting this meme described to them but yes i know exactly the one you're talking about yeah it's uh some people forget about that i bet texas fans have forced themselves to forget about it the the maryland losses uh it's been quite the quite the roller coaster down there since old mac brown went away but i'm assuming i'm trying to guess this meme now i'm guessing it's going to involve maryland being the car and they're like hey you want to stay in the big 10 or go to the sec it's a pretty bad meme as i'm describing it but Oh, okay, here we go. He finds it. Look at that. Boom and or shakalaka. So, audio listeners, you're missing out, man. You could be here. You could be here right now on YouTube. There he is. <laughs> Lose to Maryland in the Big Ten or go to the SEC. Oh, that is beautiful. I am, I am in love with that meme. That's very good. And accurate. <laughs> yeah, because they lost to them both. They lost both games to Maryland. And, like, I, I'm pretty sure, if I remember correctly, but both years, like, Maryland was under, uh, um, they were, like, under 500. <laughs> Gross. Those are the... Yeah, those are not the glory days for Texas. So, uh, yeah, I, I feel really bad for texas fans right now when you think about you know in, I, so I, I know it's there are other teams that are really getting screwed by them leaving but i am kind of struggling to understand what the big gain is for oklahoma and especially texas because as far as competition goes texas is in over their head now and they're uphill climb just got way taller Oklahoma as you've noted is often a top five team but part of me wonders how much does that go away when they're in this conference now because I don't think Oklahoma's schedule got easier I think it got a lot harder even now some years it'll be easy because some years you'll get lucky and have to play Kentucky and Vanderbilt but there will be years also where you got to play Bama and Auburn you got to play the Georgia. Yeah, in place play Georgia, play LSU, and what is Texas? I mean, and Oklahoma for that matter. What are they going to do against that? Now, now they don't get. I mean, you look at the Big Twelve of recent. There's what maybe two or three tough games a year, and then you're coasting. So you're you're getting put in the top ten in the preseason rankings, and so naturally you're a top five team when you win out in the Big Twelve. Now, as far as competition is concerned, you're just a guy. If you're Oklahoma, right. and you're hardly a guy if you're Texas. So, I don't know. What do you think? you think these guys uh, made the right move? And what? Is this a is this a financial thing, I'm assuming, is is the reason for making this? It certainly can't be a competitive uh-huh. advantage. So, weirdly enough, like, I mean, I think they're doing, you know, at least for themselves, doing the right thing there. Um, there's, a, there's a couple of pros out of this move. I mean – you at least get a couple of rivalry games back every year, you know, based on what I think they're going to end up doing for the pods. I mean, I think they're going to stick 
Arkansas, Oklahoma, Texas, and Texas A&M all in the same pod if they don't if they go to pods instead of just divisions. Um, you you get back to one you know really intense rivalry game that hasn't been played in ten years and. Te- get Texas and Arkansas you know that was that was not quite to the level of like Texas Texas A&M and you know Michigan Ohio State um, you know those sort of rivalries but I mean that was a big right you know you, you get some of those games back now at the expense of you know a lot of instability um, for some other schools um, you know if this is your sort of thing, I mean, that's going to be a lot more money for, you know, a lot more schools, um, at least the SEC schools. And, you know, the Big, big Ten's going to react to this and, and grab some schools. Um, and that's going to create a lot of money for them as well. Um, you know, if, if one of my hopes happens, that brings back another, you know, that'll bring back another rivalry game with Kansas and Missouri if they both ended up in the Big Ten somehow. Um, and that one is, you know, that 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 is a very intensive rivalry, even though both schools aren't like powerhouses in the sense. I mean, that rivalry goes back to pre-Civil War with all the stuff with like slavery and, and, and you know, the Kansas-Nebraska Act and, and things like that. I mean, there was a term, I believe it was, uh, I think it was bloody Kansas, you know, because a lot of abolitionists and then, you know, pro-slavery people moved into Kansas, try to vote on their, their state constitution. Uh, bleeding Kansas uh, is the more correct term. Um, it was, you know, the, their, their rivalry steeped in like, way old shit there Some old school hate right there and that would be a good rivalry i think that would help the big 10 who would replace missouri in your mind if missouri gets booted out of the sec who go who takes their spot um i don't think they're going to be able to personally i don't think they'll be able to scoop anybody from um the acc for a variety of reasons. I wouldn't be surprised if they took Oklahoma State as well. Um, for no reason other than it just makes sense. If if Missouri would to go, I think they would scoop Oklahoma State. Yeah, to keep that rivalry. Um, that, I, you know, I think West Virginia, instead of spending time trying to sue people, maybe should be on the phone with the SEC and going there i mean again i think the acc is a good landing spot for them uh, for football uh basketball i think they'd be able uh, to compete if they're not already um i think they would be the best if west virginia ended up there they would be the second best basketball school in the conference yeah they would like, immediately. like how the teams are now i mean um no, the, I did see something, and I can't believe I forgot about it. But before I forget, um, I'm gonna see if I can find it. Um, it's about West Virginia basketball. Is that what you're reporting? No, it wasn't about West Virginia. Um, okay. Oh, where is it? Um, 
So yeah, I think they while while you're pulling that up, I do. I think uh, I think West Virginia could. I mean, at least pick up the phone. I think ultimately, I am coming from this. I believe Missouri is going to be there at least when the season starts. I think long term, I would. Now you're mentioning of the old Texas Arkansas rivalry, which is very true. I mean, going back, I don't know what would it be about fifty years or so at least maybe more, maybe 60, 70. That used to be a, an old-school rivalry when there weren't uh, as many teams in the country playing. And, of course, they're neighbors. Um, it's where you get the city Texarkana from. Um, but it's uh, – that. so that kind of changed my mind and sold me on, I guess, Arkansas. They're still going to be there. They're going to – you know, they're thanking God that Vanderbilt and Kentucky and – Tennessee are still in this division because if not, they they'd be really could really be hurting, but they could still win some games against low grade opponents. But I really don't think Missouri fits. I think long term they they are going to get replaced by something better because uh, yeah, you could very be very well be right. Twenty years from now, there may only be two conferences. There may just be like a eventually one big power conference and. All of a sudden, Division One football is only 50 teams, and then now there's a, you know what I mean? Like I could see that too, is just breaking off the top echelon of Division One football, making that the new Division One, and and reorganizing everything beneath it. Um, to, I don't know, it would cheapen a lot of other people's products, but it would it could really become like its own little NFL thing. So, did you find what you were looking for? Man, I don't think so. I mean, it, it had to do something with um, a bunch of schools, um, I mean, related to all of this. And for some reason, I'm blanking on it now. Um, I, I don't know why I didn't think to to pull it up. Um, yeah, now it's going to bother me. Um, it well, was that's all right. Of, you can re- you can send it to me in a soundbite for our next episode because you know it's we'll have to get back together when this inevitably happens, or if it officially doesn't happen, you know we got to bring you on, and you know we at some point you and I will probably have to get drunk and cry over the 2016 World Series champs we're going to lose here soon, um, and think about how if the Cubs had just signed Kyle Schwarber and not traded you Darvish, they'd be in first place in the Central right now. But that's or you know maybe just re-sign John Lester instead of adding Jake the Snake. But, hey, I mean, I'm not going on random tangents. You are. Well, I, you know, I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty over this year in regards to baseball. But, that, you know, that's another How can topic. How yeah. um, God damn, now I can't. Well, we got we to gotta, we gotta find it or move on. You got What else you got for us? Uh, I think that about covers our – our big 12 breakdown oh, yeah. breakdown. I mean a destruction as well as our analysis of it. The super sec is coming for you. Anything else you got any other, we're, we're here. You got me, you know, a little bonus time. We've hit the hour mark, which this show doesn't do much anymore. So pop well, a bottle. My last thing on, on, on the college football thing here in, in a perfect world at this point, um, you know, there's no going back, but I, I think I kind of have some like buyer's remorse sort of thing here in the sense that all of these changes, honestly, since 
you know, I can't speak to the the Southwest Conference breakup because when that all went down, I was only like two or three. Um, so, you know, I, I can't really speak to that part. I'm honestly surprised but, you know, that you don't know it, but go ahead. Um, well, I know it, but I just, you know, I, I with all the reorganization and realignment, you know, I, I kind of wish this TV stuff would have, you know, the reasons for this is, is TV basically and getting, um, you know, getting your product and, and more more homes across the country, which is why like the big 10 added, you know, Maryland and I'm not even going to call them Rutgers. I call them Buckers. Um, I still hate, I still hate that ad to this day. And I don't think I will never not hate that ad because they don't, they don't fucking fit in the conference period. Absolutely not. Um, You know, I wish we could have kept and gone back to like, I'm just going to say 2006 as a year and, you know, kept those conferences and stuff. And honestly, I either want to see a 16 team playoff or just dump the playoff period and go back to a national championship game and just go back to how it was. Cause it's just, all this stuff has just ruined a lot of things for college football for me. Um, and it hasn't made it more, um, I don't want to say fair, but um, giving everybody a chance in a sense, you know, like how it is now with the 14 playoff, um, the 12 team is a better step because at this point now you can get quote unquote group of five teams into the playoff. Um, It needs to be 16, but um, I'd rather just, go back to, for me, the most important game would be the Rose Bowl because, you know, IU's never going to have a chance at a national championship anyway. So, you know, I would like something more realistic to look back on or hope for at the beginning of the year. Yeah, the playoffs have had that effect. They've really weakened bowl games, and people don't seem to care about them, especially the more casual or general college football fans really don't care about the bowl games as much anymore. The real diehards claim to, but I think once this is expanded to 12 and eventually 16, that that will be one of the downsides. I mean, think about that. On a good year, you could have the fourth or fifth best team in the Big Ten playing in the Rose Bowl. You know, like it could be with 16 teams in the playoffs. Like it could be somewhat – I mean, I guess – you know, Indiana could be a shoe in one year, but will you care if there's, you know, five Big Ten teams in the playoffs? I mean, maybe, but it also, I think it kind of weakens any, you know, or or what they'll do is they'll get rid of all of that and they'll make it one of their playoff games be the Rose Bowl or something, which I think will, once you've opened it up to that many teams, I mean, if, even if you do it as a semifinal, it's going to lose a lot of its history because it was so long, for so long it was mainly these two conferences with, you know, exceptions, and uh, now it's it's going to get opened up. And the thing that I find funny is no matter how many teams make it into the NCAA postseason, there will always be the argument for one or two who got hosed. So I know that the thought is you give more teams a shot, it's more fair. Um, but is the 12th best team in the country really going to make a run at a national championship? I mean, I I look forward to the day when it happens. I don't think 
again, the casual or general fan truly understands the gap in talent between the top eight or ten programs and everyone else in the country. Like, it's ridiculous how top-heavy college football is. Uh, And honestly, it's probably going to get worse in that regard now with the – you know, with players being able to make name or money off their own likeness. And I'm fine with that just because, you know, at this point, players need to be paid for as much money as they make the schools. Like, they, they need to be paid in that regard. Um, so if, if a consequence of that is, you know, things get worse in regards to, you know, the gap of, of talent and teams, you know, so be it. But, um you know, I would just personal opinion like to go back to having something that would matter. And at this point, with everything that's gone on, I don't think that's ever going to come back now in college sports. Yeah, I I think you're past the point of no return on that. Um, yeah, I I can't tell you how much I miss the Big East. It was. Uh, something I loved so I can understand the yearn to go back in time um, I guess for southern historians they'll have some history to look forward to now that they'll get some old rivalries back but I think uh, we should enjoy the current landscape because every time it seems to change in college football it seems to get a little bit worse um, it is unfortunate, which it's funny because we've mentioned this game a couple of times, and I think about all of the NCAA 14 dynasties and you could customize, and I would do the same thing, right? It's human nature. You put, you know, I always kept the major five, but the little, the, the small divisions would get just completely depleted, and everything would be as jam-packed as it could be in these big conferences, and you always daydreamed about what it would look like, but I never would have imagined that the Big 12 could potentially not exist anymore. So uh, I, if it does, it's a sign to all of us to enjoy what we have because soon it'll just be the Big 10 and the SEC. Um, actually, I don't know. The Pac-12 might be untouchable just because of the time zone gap. Like there could just be that concept of, with that big difference, like, no, we're always going to have West Coast specific, you know, big sporting stuff there. Or, or it could be, you know, you could have them combine, you get the, the big pack and the SEAC. The SEAC, like, so the SAC, the, the big pack and the SAC. Uh, South, Southeastern Italy and the conference and, and the. In the big Pacific Athletic Conference. Yes, I would love it. There we go. Let's push for that. And a, let's just let all of the top 25 at the end of the season go into the playoffs. And then we'll get really mad about that one team that was ranked 26th. And we're like, man, they should have gotten a shot at the title. Because that's how football works. Um, yeah, I'm with you. I, I think football is the kind of sport where... You know, you don't want a necessarily a series or a big playoff. Uh, the NFL, I like the way the it's it's small. There's what like six teams on no. each. Is it seven? Oh, it's seven now. Um, okay, so see, this is the thing. It's it's P5 
people that make money off of sports understand that the bigger playoffs mean mm-hmm. more games that people care about. Smaller, normally unnoticed markets are now going to have playoff money to spend because they're going to have something to celebrate. Um, but it does ultimately, I feel like it ultimately over time will weaken the product because the playoffs will start to mean less and less because it's not necessarily a challenge to get there. So I, you know, they say it's bad for sports radio, for the, the, the two talking heads to agree a lot, but I just can't disagree with you on this one. It's going to be bad. Uh, A couple of teams are going to get really hosed and I am really rooting for just a table scraps version of the big 12, just so we have it. And then that way, you have it. Nate, you coming back to talk baseball soon? Like 2022? Yeah. Talk about the Guardians. Maybe I can get you to talk about some NASCAR, too. Hey, that's the you know if you if you come on, I will talk NASCAR with you. You tell me what the thing is you want me to watch, and I'll talk about it. If it'll get you back in your expertise and your 30 different Reddit tabs, I mean, the... I give you I give you some shit, but it was well researched and the stuff you're able to just rattle off memory about the Pioneer League. I mean, dude, you're the sports historian, and we need you on more. So, yeah, if it means I have to watch people take a lot of left turns, I will gladly do it, and we will embrace NAS culture around here at Smoke Break Sports. Well, hey, before before we leave here, you know the next two races they make left and right turns because no. they're at walking. They're at Watkins Glen, and then they're at Indianapolis on the uh, the road course in the infield. So, you know. And now that left. I can get behind. Okay, you making you just going all kinds of crazy directions. Okay, I might watch that one. Well, any final words, Nate? Dog, thanks again for joining us. Uh, I mean, you know, I guess at this point, just wait and see how official all this stuff comes. I mean. There's enough smoke, and where there's smoke, there's fire. So, I think it's all but guaranteed at this point. But we'll, you know, we'll see. Um, I guess we'll check back in in due time. Oh yeah, we will certainly be here, uh, whether to celebrate your correctness. Uh, either way, there's going to be mixed emotions. We're either going to be sad that we got it wrong, or happy that we got it wrong, or sad that we got it right it's gonna be a whole thing probably be a couple of drinks involved uh 